Welcome to the new. Every experience with God's Word promises to be refreshing and transformational. Receive today's message with high expectations as it brings power, light, and a fresh anointing to your life. Open your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. I'm not sure what verse, I think it's 14 or 15. Let's start with 14. Let's see. That it's not death in and of itself that people are afraid of. It's the fear of actually dying that people are afraid of. But thank God for Jesus Christ. I believe, yes, it should be 14. It says, since therefore these his children share in flesh and blood in the physical nature of human beings, he himself in a similar manner partook of the same nature that by going through death, he might bring to naught and make of no effect him who had the power of death. That is the devil, verse 15. And deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetimes subject to bondage. Many people are walking, they are going to walk, going to class, going to school, Somewhere in their minds, they are afraid that an accident will happen here right now. Some people in their minds, they see a phone call and they are expecting that it is some news that something has happened to somebody somewhere. Some people, that, that, that thing, that bondage in itself, they know that, okay, if I die, I'm going to heaven. That's fine. But they feel like they can't live. They can't truly live. They can't even do... When I say adventurous stuff, I'm not even saying zip lining or in, let's even say lucky conservation. They can't even do that because fear is keeping them in bondage. And so before we go into the word today, the message today, I, I feel very strongly that I should speak scriptures over these people. If you're online as well, that from today, because you see that Jesus has released you from the bondage of the fear of death. You begin to walk in it in the name of Jesus. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hands have provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. O Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder, and those 
of even coming out of their houses they have to spend time praying in the Holy Ghost for things they don't need to pray for people who have been backed people who have been assigned angels people who God has prepared before the foundation of the world to live a long full and healthy life suddenly can't step out of their houses because they got involved in an accident or because their parents got involved in an accident or because something happened one way or the other for some people it's because a family member died at 40 the family member before that family member died at 40 the family member before the family member died at 40 but that will not be you in the name of Jesus you will not be afraid of death in the name of Jesus you say amen be strong and courageous do not be afraid or terrified because of them for the Lord your God goes with you he will never leave you nor forsake you you saw the Lord and he answered you and he delivered you from all your fears because you look to him you are radiant your face will never be ashamed you will not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul you fear the Lord, even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You fear no evil, for God is with you. His rod and his staff, they comfort you. He has delivered you through who the fear of death. We're subject to lifelong slavery. You are free in the name of Jesus. You will not be afraid. You put your trust in God, in God whose word you praise, in God you will trust. You will not be afraid. What can man do to you? The Lord is your light. The Lord is your salvation. Who shall you fear? The Lord is the stronghold of your life. Of whom shall you be afraid? God is your refuge and strength. He's your very present help in trouble. He's your very present help in trouble. Therefore, you will not fear. Somebody pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Amen.
Amen. We'll go into the word in a moment. But you have heard or seen in movies where somebody is given a misdiagnosis. They are told that they have cancer and so they have three months to live or whatever. And between the moment they hear that thing and that three months, their bodies have deteriorated. They can't think anymore. Their hair is coming off. They are experiencing the symptoms of the things that they were told. Then two months down the line, maybe one week, the person's about to do life living burial. Then the doctor calls and says, actually it was a mistake. You were not misdiagnosed. What happened? Do you see that what you really, really believe in is it's, it's super important. It's not just something that pastors say. It's very important. If you believe that person I'm speaking to you, that because your generation, the people there, they used to die at 40, 45, they didn't used to go. I am this, I'm not a prophet of doom. It will happen because you believe it. But if you believe, like in Exodus 23, verse 26, that with long life I will satisfy you. Let me tell you why I love that scripture. You know, God could have just said, I will satisfy you with long life and you will live long. He said, with long, full. Meaning that it's not that you will get to 90 and you are doing like this. You have bent halfway. It's not that you get to 80 and you have, you, you're, you, are, you are not as strong as you used to be. It's that your life will be full. Your life will be healthy. Your life will be complete. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You will not fear. You will not fear. The Lord your God holds your right hand and he says to you, fear not, I am the one who helps you. He will cover you under his wings and you will find refuge. His faithfulness is your shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day. You will not fear for he will provide for you and your little ones. You will not fear for it is the Lord your God who fights for you. You will not fear, you will not be dismayed. Though an army encamp against you, your heart will not fear. You will be confident. You will fear the Lord your God. He says, say to those who have an anxious heart, be strong. Fear not. Fear not, for God is with you. Do not fear, for God is with you. He has redeemed you. He has called you by name. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not, fear not, be glad and rejoice. Fear not, he has done great things. Fear not, he has done great things. Fear not, in Jesus' name. Father, we give you all the praise. We thank you for your presence in this house. We thank you for your presence with everyone who is joining in online. We thank you for you have delivered everyone who has the fear of death. We thank you because your power is here. Your power that is here to heal we thank you because you are the source of all light source of all hope source of all strength you are our future lord we ask that your light will penetrate us your word says that your word is sharper than any two-edged sword 
it pierces in the soul that it will not just stop with our bodies it will not just stop with our ears but it will get into our soul it will get into our minds it will get into our wills it gets into our emotions it will get into our health physically and emotionally and mentally and it will get into our spirit in the name of Jesus we will not just be hearers of the word but also doers of the word in Jesus name amen can you say louder amen all right, can you say hello to your neighbor? Say welcome to church. And you may be seated. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Um, I, I do believe uh, I, I, I would lay hands on people at some point. Um, but first of all, I want to thank Pastor Shola. I know it sounds like a cliche, but this particular reason, I'm thanking P.S. for, for just being there. Not just for the opportunity to be here again after a year, um, but for being there. And for the pastors as well, Pastor Ditto, Mrs. A, Mrs. O, KS, every, every pastor. For the past one year, I felt like a member. And let me tell you what I mean by that. I felt the, the level of love that I have never experienced in my life before. All the check-ins, all the prayers, all the calls, it's been phenomenal. And... I love, I love my church. I don't know about you, but I love my church. Um, so thank you. Thank you, PS, and thank you, PD, and thank you for the opportunity. I don't have much time, so I'm going to dive in real quick. If you've been in church circles for a long time or you've been in Christian circles, you probably already know where this message is going, right? Some people are already smiling. You know, you can preach it to me already. Don't worry. Don't be afraid. God is with you. What else? Sorry? I didn't hear that. It will be well. It will be well. What else? Sorry? It is well already. Aha, not even it will be, it is well. And I completely understand. But what I believe my assignment is here is pretty simple. If you open your Bibles to Proverbs chapter 12, verse 25. You will see what my assignment is. If you open your Bibles, I'm sure it will come up on the screen very quickly. Okay. All right. It says, let's read NKJV and then NLT. It says, anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. Who wants a good word this evening? It says, worry weighs a person down and encouraging word cheers a person up. So even though you probably already know where this is going, you need to hear it. Amen. Because I'm not sure how many people can tell, but the climate, the climate is a bit tense, right? Employers are holding back. Employees are asking for more salary. Uh, cost of living has nearly tripled. First bonds are under pressure. Last bonds are applying pressure. You know, clients are saying, no, we don't want to do this anymore. Some clients are cutting back. It looks like everyone just seems to be holding back, right? The whole atmosphere just seems like, when is this going to end? I was asking my, my brother-in-law a while ago, he, he works somewhere, and I said, please, when, is it at the full price? Is it going to end here, or is it still going? 
He said, well, you can go up, you can come down, depending on... I said, guy, don't even be speaking this thing. Can you be clear with me? Where is this going? And I'm going to share some things with you today, please. If you laugh at me, my God will fight for me. My God will fight for me. But the climate is tense. And I believe that God wants to remove those burdens from us. You know, the Bible says that God daily loads us with benefits. And I know that scripture means he daily sends us gifts and presents and all of that. But the, inter- the literal in- interpretation of that is like a donkey that they load gifts on. Or they load, load. They put load on the donkey. It's, what that scripture is referring to is the fact that it's not even that he's loading us with gifts. The benefit he's referring to is the fact that he takes our burdens. He takes our burdens. It's a benefit in the kingdom. Many times we think that benefit is what? Joy, peace, money. But the benefit that he wants us to experience daily is that when you wake up with burdens, he's available to take it away. There are some people who can't even sleep, right? There's so much pressure. And I'm, I'm being serious. These are real things, real pressures, real pains. And I'm not trying to fuel negative thoughts or fuel the negative. That's not my intention here. My intention is that we identify it, we call it out, and we can proactively fix it by, with scripture. Amen. So for some people, that, I can't sleep. And then it's 11 o'clock. You're supposed to wake up at 4.30. If I sleep now. I have four hours to sleep. Then, it's all, before you know it, it's 12. If I sleep now, I have three and a half hours. Then, before you know it, it's two. Okay, if I sleep now, I have only two hours. And then, before you know it, you only have 30 minutes to go. Because your mind is, is all over the place. There is worry. There is, how will I provide? What will happen to my family? Where am I going to get the next meal from? For many people. But God will lift our burdens in this place today in Jesus' name. God will lift our burdens in this place in Jesus' name. So very quickly, what is worry? Very simple. simple. Worry is uncertainty about something. It's uncertainty about the outcome of something. So for example, you walk into the office, your boss that is usually very bubbly, very you know, excited and all, just comes in looking funny. Ah, what is going on? Sir, ma, how's everything? Ah, it is well. It is well. And your mind is already thinking that. It's, it's, it's thinking the worst case scenario. Does it mean that there is another downsizing? For many people who have worked in tech, tech organizations, the past year has been a lot of, let's, you see another LinkedIn message. Unfortunately, we have to let people go. It just seems like everywhere, even if you want to shut down, you have deleted Instagram, deleted Netflix, deleted Facebook, deleted Twitter. It's like, it's coming to you from different directions, right? So worry is uncertainty about something or uncertainty about the outcome of something. For some people, even while you're sleeping on the bed by that 2 a.m. and thinking about job and business and what to do, you are just touching your body to check if you're okay, like PL said on Sunday, and you feel something on your leg. Then you now go to Google. Then they say is is cancer leg pain is they just escalate it for you and like i said at the beginning what you believe really really matters so how do we or what are some of the things that we worry about i'm I'm really trying to to go against time um and what is the difference between concern and worry 
concern is going to lead you to a certain level of action, right? So I'm thinking that I'm getting older and um, my body is not as, is, mis is doing one kind, right? What am I going to do about it? Am I going to keep thinking about it or do I need to take action? For example, stop sugar, right? What else? For example, drink more water. I've been harassing, anytime I see my husband with soda, my husband said, I was talking about, I put it on Twitter a while ago, my husband was talking about somebody in the office and he's like, he was really passionately talking about this person and he's like, can you imagine this guy is even older than those of us that are under 25? I said, <laughs> I said, should I tell, should I, should I tell you I'm old you are or should I tell him because he forgets sometimes that he's knocking on a certain door and he's almost there. And there are some things you have to cut off, right? You have to do some things. And that is concern. It's somewhat healthy in the sense that it does not paralyze you. What worry does is that it keeps you somewhere paralyzed. You just keep thinking about it. And what do you say to yourself? It's my own process. You know, it's my way of trying to figure out a solution. Is that, is that right? It's my own way of trying to figure out what I need to do about it. Meanwhile, you don't know that the devil has put you in a chokehold of making yourself a new God, of thinking that you have control over that situation, of thinking that you have control over your mother's health, of thinking that you have control over what happens in your business, of thinking that you have control over what happens in your career, and then it keeps you in a chokehold. So what are the things, some of the things that we worry about? Number one, provision. Provision. This is one of the major ones in these times. Provision. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because things seem to have tripled, your instant response is let me work harder. Is that correct? So let me tell you what happened to me a while ago. Um, we don't eat chicken in our, in our house, or we don't like chicken. We like turkey. And you, of course, probably know how much turkey is now. And so my husband, I was with my daughter, and then my husband went to buy the turkey. I was in the car. I, he came back. I opened it. My first annoyance was, why did they cut the turkey like this? Why is it not 3-3? Three, three? Why is it 2-2? Two, two? I didn't, it didn't click. It, what was happening to me did not click at the time. So we went home and, you know, I, I grilled the turkey and everything. And so I said to myself, Shebi, that one is two in one. So when I said, and anybody who has been to my house or anybody who I have hosted before, when you come to my house, you eat. You eat that when you are leaving the house, you are, you are struggling to go. And so I was like, nah, I mean, we even need to eat healthy, right? My husband is knocking on a certain door. He needs to, he's not supposed to be eating the skin of turkey. So one turkey should be enough. Abby? Then I was making, um, what's this thing? Shredded chicken sauce. And, because it's not a mala. Like, oh. I was making shredded chicken sauce. And normally when I make it, I'm going somewhere. I'll put chicken inside, right? Because it's called shredded chicken sauce. But I was like, do we even need chicken? We don't need it now. Is it important? She be the sauces there. I be the the uh, peppers. They are there. No problem. Then while it was almost done, it was thick. I was like, ah. but I said, ah, this thing needs to last for at least two or three weeks. So let me add a little bit more. 
it still did not click what was happening. And I'm not broke. I'm not broke. I'm not even, I'm not trying to be proud about it. I'm not broke. Then I went to buy something again. The, no, no, no. I ordered something. So the dispatch guy was, it was 500 naira. I had 1K. So I gave him 1K cash. And I said, are you dashing me? I opened my mouth and I said, in this economy. And he laughed. And he said, are things are hard. I didn't say things are not, I didn't say things are hard. But that was the moment I knew that they wanted to get me. That I was basing my economy and my situation on this Nigeria's economy. You will be hungry even if you have money. You will be hungry. I just said, ah, no, 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 no. No. And I, I save a lot. I said, no. I'm a child of God. I don't operate on this economy. I operate the heavenly economy. I have enough to give. I have enough to spend. I have enough to invest. And I have enough to enjoy myself. I will eat two, in fact, I will eat three talks. Since that day, I will eat, I will eat it. In fact, sometimes, even if I don't want to eat it, I will eat it to prove a point. That no, ah, how you, and you know how it happens when you're making stew so that the thing will last. You will not add water again. No, somebody tell you never say no. I'm provided for. Sheesh. The thing is peppering me because the devil wanted me to start thinking like somebody who was poor. Even if you don't have cash, right? You operate in, in such a way that people will send you things that you need. Things that money can buy and things that money cannot buy. It is part of your package as a child of God. Uh, sometimes, I'm, I'm sure my sister is, on, is online. I know she cares for me. But she too does not know sometimes when she's, she does something, she will send me food. She will send, because she thinks it's because she's my sister. It's a lie. Because I'm a benefit babe. It's a lie. And it's not just her. So many people, oh, please, I want to send you this. Oh, please, let me do this. And this, I'm not joking. This happened after I intentionally and consciously removed myself from that thing. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 6, he said, he said, why do you worry about what you will eat? You know, at the time, their, their worry was what they would eat because they were poor, right? Our own is, in, is some people is even in options. Light, eba, yam, rice, beans, plantain. What's the option? What he said for some people is because they don't even know where the next meal is coming from. But then what Jesus said baffled me. He said, Observe the birds. These are people who don't go to work. Do you go to work? These are people who don't invest. Do you invest? These are people who don't save. I didn't hear much invest. These, these are people who invest. Do you invest? Yes. These are people who don't save, but they have a consciousness, this is what he said, of the fact that God will provide for them. They don't have, they have, do they have hands? No, no, it's bad. They have only leg and they are big. They wake up in the morning, they go out, they will get food. Did they orchestrate the worm or the snake or whatever to come and meet them? No. God did. They had confidence. That as I go out today and I go to work, this job is not my source. No, there's no way. For the things that I want to do for the kingdom, there's no way. How much is this? It cannot be my source. God is my source. His word says, if he did not hold back 
he did not withhold he did not spare his only son but he gave him up for us how much more with him will he freely give us what all things sometimes we limit god we limit god by the things that that we even have we limit god by the things that we think that we need and that matthew chapter 6 says something as well he said he said unbelievers are the ones that think this way your heavenly father knows that you have need of these things some of you and i'm really speaking to firstborns because i know the pressure is on the pressure is really on you have to take care of your siblings you're probably paying your siblings school fees you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend they will say let's go on date 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 is there no rice at home can we can we have like candlelight dinner at home you know date but your heavenly father knows that you have need of these things number two assignment these are i'm saying the things that we worry about and i want to run quickly now number two assignment so by assignment i mean god gives us a task he says i'm doing this with you i'm doing that with you i'm sending you here go here go there and your first reaction is god this is too much who has been there if you don't raise your hand i'm raising it for you me pastor it, old mike pre, let's, let's not even go far talk to people <laughs> i was one of those who after before we, we finish service I've, I've left I've left you won't even smell you won't even know that I came to church I was one of those so imagine now calling this type of person to come and be doing this type of work no it's not me but you see this came as a result of the fall same did worry when God said to Adam what did he say he said be fruitful multiply subdue dominate like the kind of assignment this is one person in fact if I was Eve especially after just having a baby multiply <laughs> only me how many children am i supposed to give birth to to multiply this was a gigantic assignment that god gave is that correct but did you see anywhere that he was afraid he went back and started saying lord anoint me should you do that yes lord anoint me give me oil give me assignment help me lord it's too big for me worry you start to think how will i do it where will people come from where will money come from all of this came as a result of the fall why because adam knew that the same god who gave me this assignment did not even bring me to this place until he had provided for it the earth was bringing out water by itself he had created man was the last thing or the last being that god created he had put everything in place for him to do his work he knew now that i don't understand is it me that i'm sending myself am i the one that want to do the work the person who asked me to do the work has anointed me for it so there's no need to be worried about assignments say i will not worry about the assignments that god has given me which leads me to number three this one i love so much missing the will of god or making heaven some people do not sleep at night because they are worried about missing the will of God. It's a big deal because, you know, from some pulpits, it's come like, if you don't, ah, you will just, and that's where your life will go. 
Colossians chapter 1, I believe it is. Colossians chapter 1, verse 9. Colossians 1, 9. It says, For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be what? Filled with what? The knowledge of his will. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Does God answer prayers? You know, let me even tell you the basic level to start from if you don't know the will of God, especially if you're watching online. Just Google Bible, will of God. I'm not joking. I'm, I'm serious now. Bible, will of God. You will see scriptures. This is the will of God for you. Sexual sin is not the will of, Like, it is clear. I'm not joking. The word of God is the will of God. Amen start from there first i know that is the will of god for me to prosper and be in health you think uh, no it wasn't it was in uh, island church you think that sickness is something that will glorify god sickness is the will of god what did the bible say about that do you see when you have a problem in your life that you're worrying about you take a promise you take a scripture like this and you turn it into a prayer that instead of me to keep thinking about something that will not have solution for me i'm going to do what i'm going to pray about it amen so you will not miss the will of god because you are filled with the will of god with the knowledge of the will of god number four silent seasons silent seasons this is one of my favorites you feel like i'm not hearing god anymore i feel like god is not speaking to me i'm not sure and i'm trying to rush please um i feel like in this time of my life and sometimes i hope you also know that we over we overuse that word seasons too if you're being honest with me i'm in a i'm in a i'm in a i'm in a planted season i'm in a quiet season i'm in a happy season i'm in a lonely season i'm in a single season i'm in a something season in this season of my life that i'm in sometimes we over we over but that's not for today that's not for today you know what happened in scripture when they were on the boat jesus had said let us go to the other side is that correct jesus was sleeping on the boat ego he was quiet i don't know the kind of sleep shot that somebody will sleep that water is entering the boat and you are not feeling it so he probably decided i want to sleep this sleep i know where we are going i have said we're going to the other side and i know that he's on the cross and i'm going to die it's not here so there's no need to worry and so he was sleeping and the disciples were like don't you care what's going on da, 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 da. and he's like oh you of little faith you know god has given you a word he has given you a scripture he has told you about certain things that will happen in your life if he's asleep if he's silent why are you worried if he's quiet about it do you understand what I'm trying to say? If he's quite, if he's rested regarding this situation in your life, listen, Jesus is rested. He's rested. He's sleeping. I'm as this is he's not asleep. You know that, right? Yeah, but hypothetically, he's sleeping on a certain issue. Then you are now running around. Hey God, hey God, hey God, God, why are you quiet now? Hey God, and he's like, I've said, I'm, I've already said we're going to the last side. When we get there, wake me up. Why are you worried? Someone say in the name of Jesus. 
from today i tender my resignation as chief controller of my life so i just who and as somebody did that i really felt the weight drop off somebody number what five future our future jesus was clear he said why do you worry about tomorrow tomorrow already have your own, your own issue <laughs> worry about just think about today be present and that's why some therapists will tell you just be present in the moment what can you control just think about it i'm here right now i'm in this job right now i'm already thinking of hey what happened if i don't get promotion then hey god if proof of fun did not show hey god i'm now staying in this nigeria with some other people nepal is taking light then what will now happen what are people i have told that i'm going to america what will i do oh god just focus on today he says the thoughts i have for you the thoughts i have towards you they are of good even if God's plan for your life is to remain in Nigeria or come back to Nigeria for the diaspora people that are watching me because God is speaking to some of you, amen. <laughs> the people, if you didn't know, the people here said amen. <laughs> so we'll be here together. If that is God's will for you, you must believe that God's will is good. Some people are really afraid of God's will because they feel like it's something that will lead them into something that they won't like yeah you might not like it but does it make it not good no i don't like the dentist i don't but the work he's going to do there is it good work yes i don't like massages don't touch me but the work that the person is doing there is it good yes the work that you give maybe somebody your phone your iphone i don't know i've lost track of the numbers now iPhone 25 drops on the floor when you give it to the person who is supposed to fix it do you sit down there I said I'm going to stay here with you let me see how you're fixing this phone let me see because you paid a certain amount of money that's what we do with God sometimes we've said I've handed this to you Lord I've given you my life I've given you this worry I've given you this concern and I know many of you are used to me being very energetic but this needs to rest amen I've given you this, but you are sitting, how, how will you do it? Let me see, you unscrew, how will you do it? It's not your business how God will do it. He has said, I am a God of the impossible. I will do it. You must trust that God will do what he says he will do. Amen. All right, next, one number. Six, finding love. I don't want to stay on this one. <laughs> but it's a worry. Am I lying? If you're watching online as well, am I preaching this evening? Finding love is a worry for some people. And then you see PD, Mrs. A, KSA, yeah, PS, B, PLA, Mrs. Show. You just want to open your, you've used your duvet. You said, okay, God, your will is that you not stay, I'm alone now. You've used your duvet to warm yourself up. You now say, let me just quickly see Instagram before I go and sleep. Then you now see them helping you to press your neck in the middle of the night. And then you start to worry. God, when? No, God, actually, when? I'm not bad. Actually, I'm fine. 
I do my best. I, I, am, I am getting on fire. What's going on? Somebody has asked me this question before. Why is it that God refers to himself as your husband in scripture, then your father, then, which other one again? Friend, then, why, why is it, is it that he's incest? I don't understand. It's not like God is literally saying that, I'm, like a man in church now, God is my husband, so he's, he has become one of the family members of the alphabets. No. That's not what he's saying. What he's saying is, I am everything to you. In different seasons of your life, again, seasons, even if you are single, hmm, God will be, that's why I said, I am who I am. If you need me to be your boyfriend, and it's happened to me, I'm not, this is, this is not a joke. When I, when the first relationship I had on campus, I didn't think it lasted up to three months, when we broke up, I experienced God as a boyfriend more than anything else. You, when you need somebody to really tell you why you look beautiful, sometimes that relationship, that finding love that we want is actually validation that we are looking for. We're looking for somebody to tell us. We're looking for somebody to tell us we are this. We're looking for somebody to, to do our love languages for us. And I've, I talked about that last time. To give us word of affirmation. To comfort us in the night. Okay, in the daytime. Because we're Christians. Right? We're looking for somebody to spend time with us. When God can be all of those things to you in that period. Paul said something. It was his opinion. He said, listen. I know some of you are saying you want to find love. You want to find love. But people who have found love, paraphrasing they don't focus on the things of God their priority is the other person is that wrong no that's not what he was saying but he's saying that where you are be content be content enjoy your singlehood I know it sounds tough to say like you you're married you're telling me but I was I was I was not married from my mother's womb amen God will be everything you want him to be at every single point in time. It is, it, it's also part of the, the provision that God will, will provide for you. A man, a woman, a child. Amen. All right, what, what's the next number, please? Seven. This one is my favorite. It's called longevity of life. And I talked about that one at the beginning. He said, with long life, I will satisfy you and I will show you my salvation. The next one is reputation. What will men say about me? One of the reasons you've not done some things you are supposed to do is because of what somebody will say. Which leads to the next one, your past. Some people, is your past that you are worried about. God has called me to be a ministry gift. If I come out and the 59 boyfriends I've had are in that meeting, how will I preach? Won't they say this one? I've, I've, seen it, I've seen this person finish. Would they receive from me? What will happen? Some of you is your past in terms of maybe you had a corrupt past. Maybe you were a Yahoo boy or a Yahoo babe at some point in your life. And now you want to, to, to do, you want to work legally. Work, give me English. I'm learning to speak again. You want to do legit business. Then the office you're going to for the first time is the person that is scammed. And sometimes, and I love how somebody put this, some of the things that we worry about, sometimes it may happen. Sometimes it may not happen. 
But the most important is that even if they happen, you have a God that is with you in all things, in all things. And then the final one, what number is that? Number 10, rejection. Rejection. Rejection or loss. This happened to Job and I don't have time to open scripture. This happened to Job. Have I lost you, church? No. Very good. This happened to Job where he lost everything in a day and then he said something profound. You may have heard of it before. He said, what I have feared has come upon me. Worry does not come alone. It never comes alone. You know that scripture that says, if a demon, I'm using this as an example, if an unclean spirit is cast out, it will go, it will go and search for another place to go to. If it does not find, it will come back to that individual. If it is swept up, according to scripture, and clean, it will go there. But it will not just go there. It will call friends. Worry never comes alone. Worry will come with fear. Worry will come with disappointment. Worry will come with all of his cousins and rest there. And the thing is that the devil always, he doesn't make it, he makes it an innocent thought. You should be concerned about this now. You're, are you not thinking about this? He will make it an innocent thought. But if you're not careful, he will push you to the end of the cliff. I remember when I first had my, my daughter. Um, I wasn't sleeping. And there's the, there's the sleepless nights because the baby won't let you sleep. But there was the sleepless nights because I suddenly felt, and I'm being very honest and vulnerable now, that I now had more to lose. Before, if it's me. I want to go out, I've entered a car, I've gone. If I want to drive anywhere, within all this Lagos. But I suddenly felt I had so much to lose. So I wasn't sleeping. I was barely eating. I kept filling my head with activities. Many times I fainted because I was, I was anxious. Like, what happens to this girl? This is somebody that we've prayed for. This is somebody that God has put into my hands. What happens if in the middle of the night? You know, and the way your mind... I started checking everywhere. There's hole here. This place. Babe, why is there? This place is naked wire. What if she touches this hole? I cannot walk. What if she touches this wire? I started, and thank God for the husband I married. I don't know how he did it, but he just kept his cool. I don't know how he did it. And I just started, I started seeing possible opportunities for something to happen to her. So, this night, particular night, I had not slept. It was like a light bulb. God, and that's what light does. I wasn't even praying, but I knew my family was praying for me as in, at that moment. It was like a light bulb just got turned on. I just went into the shower and I said, in this house, we do not worry. In this, I don't know about outside. I don't, I don't really care. But in this house, God has promised us a long, full and healthy life. Why shouldn't I sleep when there is somebody that neither sleeps nor slumbers? Why am I staying awake? Will I be awake like this for the rest of she's 95? It was just a light bulb moment. He said, in peace, you will lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, causes me to dwell in safety. It's not just my household. It means that even if I'm in church, here becomes a safe place because it causes me to dwell in safety. So, you must become, not become like Job. Where your mind is going to and fro searching for what we know happened to you and that's lost so quickly four things 
that you must not let you must not allow to lead you number one your pocket your pocket you must not allow your pocket to lead you amen the lack of it or the abundance of it you must not allow it to lead you now i have enough money to take to what's that thing people do to jackpot now i have this is it 12 or 14 million now that i now have enough money i'll go or i don't have enough so i'm looking for greener pasture you must be led by god amen number two your personality you can say i'm a natural warrior because i'm melancholy i'm a natural i'm a natural my mother was a warrior she has passed it on to me you will not carry useless personality in jesus name you know i know that many people do not read that book because even though you have male flag claw and sanguine there's a fifth one that is a spirit control temperament why are you not craving that one why are you holding on to Ame, Ame? Your personality, you must not let it lead you. You must not let it, you must not believe that, oh, because I am a natural introvert, then I will not speak up during meetings so I can get my promotion. You must not let your, your personality lead you. And it must not be that I talk too much. So because I, I just always talk, I don't know, the thing just always bubble out of me. So I must talk. Then you now let the confidentiality that they have confidence in you you now mistakenly let it slip out no say no that's not me number three i'll not let my ego lead me i'm not supposed to be here with you people you know even me me i'm already in my 40s me i'm already in my 50s me i'm already a rich man me i'm already you must not let your ego lead you number four clock you must not let clock lead you and this is where if pd lets me i'll pray for people and i'll go into it so what do we do when we worry number one we write it down sometimes what we are worrying about already has a solution for example you are worried about exams as a student you're about to write an exam sorry if you have an exam what do you do Shami. You read for it. I know there are extreme cases. For example, this happened to my sister, people really close to me, where there is a lecturer, where they've already proposed to you that you'll be their second wife. And by the time you want to write the exam, you're already scared that what if, what if? The power of God will fix that. Amen. It's happened to people that I know. Lecturer, they've died. Another one went on by four sabbatical. It has happened. There's nothing, there's not, God's hand is not too short to save. Amen. But if you're worried, okay, what are things I'm worried about? My mother's health. Number two, my exams. Number three, which one do I have control over? Exam. I just need to read now. And some people, you say, I read in the night. I read in night. You know, you now, like Ife, you, you go to ODLT. For those who don't know, ODLT was, I used to read there actually, because I didn't know anybody. Well, you go to the, you know it's loud. You know that you have friends there, but you still go there because you think you read in night. Then by 12 o'clock, you have slept after gisting. Then 6 o'clock, you now wake up. And somebody, ah, what did you read about? I read, oh, oh more. Oh, more. Ah, I read. No. You know what you can, you can, you can fix. And then we'll read Philippians 4. Number two, you fix your thoughts. What you focus on is what you become. You fix your thoughts. I love what Philippians 4 verse 8 says, and we'll read it in a moment. And what are some of the things you fix your thoughts on? His love. God loves you. Scripture talks about nothing being able to separate you from the love of God. Is that correct? Nothing. Not even the, I, I, I like how you put it. It said not even the cares of today or the worries of tomorrow. Nothing can separate you from his love. Number two, his comfort. Number three, his rest. Number four, his peace. Number, number five, his assurance. 
that's what you do so now let's open philippians chapter 4 verse 6 as we rise to our feet philippians chapter 4 verse 6 philippians 4 verse 6 yeah thank you all right let's read it together church one to go be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god verse 7 and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and mind through christ jesus number eight he now says after i do that finally brethren whatever things are true whatever things are noble whatever things are just whatever things are pure whatever things are lovely whatever things are of good report if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy meditate on these things that is your solution to when you worry you pick up something that is true is it true that i'm going to die at this age no that's not what the word of god says you know by now you already know that your truth is not what they say you don't have your own truth your truth is the word of god is that correct and then you find whatever things are noble whatever things are pure let's go back to six which is what i want us to do in the in the seconds that we have it says be anxious for nothing but everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving in five minutes two out of the five minutes we'll pray and supplicate and then after that we'll give thanks right but i want to show you something and i have two people very quickly very quickly when i said the clock must not lead you your clock must not lead you thank you all right gentlemen please stand here thank you in the middle you face left you face right your clock must not lead you biological professional whatever that is i have two gentlemen here i have told this man this is that mic stand that is what i want you to get okay i'll let you know when to get it and sir this mic and mic stand that's what i want you to get okay i'm going to say on your mark set go but you're gonna do it in slow-mo okay okay on your mark set go slow-mo i am never looking like i'm running i'm just like ah, put all the stop 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 now this man looks back can you look back and he's like ah, there's something here too now there's something ah no you know what i'm coming he now turns back and starts running in slow-mo now stop when i gave them instructions right what did i say to this one what did i said to this one sorry i don't i mean I, I respect you this man go here this man go here but he felt like his time was running out he feels like this place even though this place might be closer he feels like this one is it not all all is finish line all is price but i am the one who sets what each person's accomplishment is so let's even say this guy overtakes overtake quickly he overtakes and he goes and he grabs it right has he accomplished what i said he should accomplish sometimes we're in a hurry to catch up with something that is not even our own you have your own in front of you there what did paul say he said i have run 
I have finished. It's not anybody else's own. If Paul remained a businessman, continued, made money, did everything, and he came to say, I have finished my race, I have run my course, did he? No. Because that is not the finish line that God set for him. Your clock is different from another person's clock. So you cannot let that lead you. I am 35. I am not married. I am 50. I am not even an executive in the office. I am a I am an intern. I have not gotten here. I am you must not let that clock lead you. Amen. You must let the finish line that God has set for you be your clock. And so I'm going to pray for some people after, at some point if if I don't think there's time. But what I want us to do is that we're going to pray for those things that have been giving us sleepless nights. Those things that we have been tossing and turning. And then after that, we would use one minute to give thanks to God. We're going to let our requests be made known to God. Amen. Gentlemen, thank you so much. All right. So you know that thing that is worrying you. You can pick your space. There's space here. You know that thing that has been giving you concern. That thing that has been giving you sleepless nights. You know that thing that keeps you awake at 3 a.m. Wondering how, when, where, who. God. It's, it might be a business. It might be the health of a family member. It might be a certain situation in your life. It might be the progression of your career. It might be um, you're trusting God for the fruit of the womb. It might be anything. It might be your own health as well. You are noticing a few things here and there. I want you to pray about it. I want you to pray about it. And I want you to be fervent with this prayer. La barakata la barakoto logodosha rabata la barakata la bahasha lembroso shoso I fix my thoughts on the thing that is true regarding the situation in my life la ratala balada baham I will not focus on the world's economy I will focus on the economy of heaven alendroso pa rakatolo ba regele belegele rasa pala bahasha lenkoso koto jabala baha if you are at home as well pick your corner Focus on that thing and promises regarding that situation will begin to bubble up. Speak the promise of God, turn it into a prayer regarding this issue. I know God's will concerning this matter. I refuse to be anxious about it, I refuse to worry about it. Because the one who has times and seasons in his hands will do something about it. You have one more minute. His promises are yes and amen. His promises are yes and amen. One more minute. 
by today's message because God still has so much he wants to share with you. So stay connected every week to experience uplifting and life-changing moments in his presence.